All right. This week, we are diving into Minari, mm. talking about a film that is essentially a different perspective on the American dream, um, assimilation, and uh, just family relationships and dealing with regret, with loss, with love, with hope, hmm. um, with work ethic in a way with cultures and uh it is a mastercraft in so many ways zach well that is a glowing review yes but is it good let's find out but is it good podcast yeah 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 Should we tell them what time it is? It is 7.20 in the morning. Yes. And everybody's still asleep. Hunter's wife and in-laws are still asleep. Yes. Except for Terry. Terry's awake. Terry's awake. Shout out to Terry. Guess who got her up? You. Actually, I'll save this for our next, our, one of our segments later, and I'll tell you what, who got her up. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yes, we are listeners. If there's one thing we are, it is committed. <laughs> yes. We s- squeezed in Minari last night. And uh, we have a very busy weekend planned. And so, because there's also Happy Easter, because there's a holiday weekend. Mm-hmm. So we're squeezing this in at 7 a.m. <laughs> so welcome. Welcome. To episode 13. Oh, that's whiskey. She wants, she wants to leave. Doesn't she know it's time to record? Yes. <laughs> Our third host has left. <coughs> All right, cool. <clears throat> uh, I'm probably going to stay at this volume the rest of the time. I'm going to try to at least... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get loud. I'm, yeah. gonna get, I'm gonna get rowdy. They're gonna wake up eventually. Oh, she's up. Let me see. All right. So while we are committed, yes, it's obvious that uh, <laughs> Hunter's wife waking up takes precedence over this recording. <laughs> she's asking him if we're recording yet. Tell her not only are we recording, we're giving her a shout out. We're giving Hannah a shout out. Shout out to Hannah. Shall I go see if she needs anything? <coughs> if we want to restart this whole thing, <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna pause it though. Ready? <coughs> really liked right at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Sorry. We're back. Uh, my my uh, pregnant wife needed uh, chicken. Well, actually, no. I was she just checking on her, but we had to give she needed chicken. Our, our dogs breakfast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, um, cool. Yes, we're back. Episode 13, Minari. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, let's just dive right in because it's really freaking early. It is time for theme song. It's time for Hunter Shindig. Yeah, yeah. Hunter Shindig. Yeah, yeah. Hunter Shindig. It's a light week because we're doing these so quickly back and forth, like back to back now, that the news is getting lighter, but that's fine. I uh, noted a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, and after our rant, uh, I almost said last week, but it was like two days ago <laughs> um, about only news being comic book movie news. I actually found a couple of things that are not. Um, did you hear that? Uh, Netflix Netflix apparently acquired the sequels, plural, sequels for Knives Out. Hmm. Uh, and I want to say Daniel Craig is confirmed for both. I mean, I would hope so. Um, yeah. I love Knives Out. Knives Out. That was a great movie. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> that was a great movie. But it's interesting because it kind of pivots uh, towards the next news uh, about one of the actors. I forgot his name. I could have just wrote it down, but I didn't. Cool. Said it was disheartening 
that Dune was going to be streamed. Mm. Whiskey's back. <coughs> Welcome back. She knows. So right after Hunter Shindig is whiskey, whiskey shots. shots. She knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you find it disheartening that? Well, two things. Do you find it disheartening that Dune will be streamed? Like I think we talked about this in episode one about mm-hmm. like, would you rather see it in theaters or would you rather see it at home? Um, and on that same kind of like subject, how do you feel about bigger movies? Not necessarily bigger in scale, but like bigger name movies like the Knives Out sequels mm-hmm. being exclusive to streaming? Well, I think we talked on Friday mm-hmm. about a couple Netflix productions that did have like limited theater releases. I, I have a question. Are they planning on releasing Dune in theaters as well? Dune is one of the Warner Brothers movies, like Godzilla and King okay. Kong. So it'll be both. Like, it's on streaming for 30 days, yeah, and then it's in theaters, which I think... Oh, so the opening is going to be streaming. No, no, no. It's it's simultaneously. Okay. So it opens in theaters the same day. It's well, the way you worded that. Sorry. It's the same day, HBO <laughs> Max, um, which apparently, like, Godzilla King Kong is doing <coughs> relatively well. Mm-hmm. It's doing so well, in fact, that they pushed Mortal Kombat back a week. Hmm. Um, Let that steep a little bit. Yeah, to like, let, I guess like that could have been news, but whatever. Um, <laughs> By the way, uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, continue. I, I don't, I don't think it's necessarily an issue. I think people that want that theater experience are going to. Well, yeah. uh, I don't want to say that. Depends on when's Dune being released, and like, um, let me find out real fast. Depends on what vaccinations are looking like. I yeah, guess. Yeah, because so you have you gotten your, your second shot yet? I'm getting it on Friday. Okay, so you're almost vaccinated mm-hmm. completely. Um, I uh, am getting my first one this coming week. So this Dune comes out in October. So there's no telling. Okay. There's no telling what it looked like. Whiskey's playing with your straw wrapper. <laughs> she's very active this morning, isn't she? <laughs> she she's hunting. Um, they like to hunt <coughs> when the sun is down. So, like, what's funny is, like, we Has talked about... a lot to do with her dream, but we'll get there. <laughs> I'm not reading that dream. Um, how did she... We'll get there. Um, I find it interesting, though, is, like, you know, we talked about wanting to see Kong versus Godzilla um, and how would that be better in theaters because it's so big. But, like, mm-hmm. I <clears throat> I haven't watched it yet. We have it for free because of right. HBO Max. I haven't really even felt the pull to watch it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Continue. Or have you said them? Well, I will say that in a few weeks, we'll both be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. I'll be vaccinated this week, and mm-hmm. you'll be shortly after that. Um, <laughs> once, <laughs> once we are, <laughs> once we are, once we are, <coughs> we're never gonna know. <coughs> Once we are, what? <laughs> Zach has been discarded. <laughs> That's an inside joke because of the movie we just watched. Once we are, we can technically go to the theater. Mm-hmm. I think a new CDC guideline came out that said if you're fully vaccinated, you can resume normal activities. Yeah. But please still wear masks. Yeah, like I think the CDC just said you can even travel at low yeah. risk if you continue wearing a mask. Yeah, but you, you don't. You don't have up. to. Yeah, we mask up pretty much everywhere we go. Right. If you, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to have a negative test anymore, and mm-hmm. all different things. Anyways, um, 
I plan to go see Dune in theaters. Yes. Personally. Yeah. So that's, you know, and like we had talked about going to see Mortal Kombat in theaters. I don't know. I think having the option is nice. But honestly, I think the mask, I know I'm derailing this. No, you're fine. I think the masks should be mandatory at all times in the theater because Mm -hmm. I hate watching a movie and just listening to people masticate. Oh, yeah. Like, dude, that's like, that's opening wrappers and. That's one of my biggest pet peeves. I remember being at, in college, uh, the the first time I was in college, so when I was actually college age mm-hmm. <laughs> at Georgia State, and <clears throat> there's this this person behind me who thought it'd be a, a good idea. This is has nothing to do with anything like we're talking about, but I have to. No, the story. it's perfect. She she this 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 girl bless her heart. I don't know her name. I don't know who she was really. Besides, she brought fried chicken. Hmm. She brought a snack of fried chicken to class. And behind me... Oh, in class? I mean, that's okay. People eat in class. Fried chicken is greasy. Okay. It was right in my ear. Well... (laughs) It was gross. I mean... I've never forgotten that. Yeah, that would be a bit much. It smelled delicious. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I can't. can't." So I also hate that sound. I'm not one for ASMR. (laughs) Well, that's not ASMR in my opinion. That's that's gross. No, no, that's gross. Some people like, like, even just that stuff. Nope. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Uh, anyway, that was uh, it's kind of all the news I got. So that was Hunter Shit. That, that was my shindig. <clears throat> uh, moving on to theme whiskey song. shots. Whiskey shots does whatever a whiskey does. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever a whiskey cat does. We are gonna get sued. <laughs> no, uh, I have whiskey a, shots. I have a cough this morning. Zach, you you wrote in that this dream. No, whiskey told me this. Whiskey, how she told you? Yeah, in English. Hunter, <coughs> you gave me your cough. Let's back up for a second. Okay. Every episode, Whiskey comes to the mic and says something really profound about the movies that we watch. That's true. Are you saying we're faking that? <laughs> no, never. Never in a million years. So we agree that Whiskey can talk. We agree that Whiskey can speak English. Okay, so Whiskey told me her dream. Okay. Do you want to read it? No. <laughs> Please. Okay, dream I'll read it. That she... I'll read uh, it. A bird that kept about a bird that kept getting away, mm-hmm. and each time she, <laughs> your phrasing is, lunged forth into the darkness of, of her, her dreamscape. dreamscape. She just knew the bird would become her prey, <laughs> but with each lunge, the bird flew further and further out of reach. Then she woke up, coughed up a hairball, and took a shit. <laughs> but she didn't, because there's no hairballs around. Because she has coughed up hairballs. I know. So she. She told me she's just. So, you realize that there are so, places in so, the house that you can't see. No, don't tell me that. Don't tell me that because someone's gonna hear this and they're gonna be like, "See, was you know, cats are annoying." No, don't, don't. They have don't, another cat. Give, yeah, she's mean though. So they they let the mean cat get by scot free, but whiskey's Hockey's so mean. Whiskey's precious. Whiskey, the precious, the precious being. Um, we're we're off. We're off topic. No. <laughs> The last whiskey shot I was gonna say, uh, she's been she's been playing more this morning with your little bag because of her dream. Because of her dream, okay. <laughs> anyway, next up is our trademark world famous world famous segment movie in a minute. TM movie in a minute. <laughs> it's my turn, isn't it? Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your right, turn. Cool. Here, let me get my. Uh, I shall do my best. I don't know if it's you, but I feel like I'm super <coughs> out of it. 
Maybe because it's 7.30 in the morning. All right, are you ready? <laughs> yes, I'm going to try and take this slow. <clears throat> All right, we'll see how that works out for you. You have <laughs> 60 seconds. Slow, I admit that. Hold on a second. All right, cool. I think I'm ready. In three. Are you going to give me time updates? Yeah, I'll just hold the phone up for you <clears throat> so okay, you can cool. see it. Three, two, one. <coughs> <All right. laughs> hold on. Back up. Uh, Minari. We, we we promise we're we're actually not sick. <laughs> we're we're in here just smoking. <laughs> Hot box in this this room mm-hmm. with a cat. Yeah. All right, here we go. <clears throat> uh, Minari movie in a minute. In three, two, one, go. All right, it's the early '80s and a Korean family, uh, the Yi family, with Jacob and uh, David and uh, Monica. I think is her name. Mm-hmm. Are moving to nowhere, Arkansas, to start a farm. Um, the, this film is about, uh, we see them kind of navigating their version of the American dream as immigrants and to how their family assimilates. A uh, long story short, uh, Jacob has this big dream, but it's causing tension between he and his wife. Uh, she brings her mom, Sunja, to live with her. Uh, we see this really interesting clash of cultures and generations uh, and how they interact. And then he meets Paul, who's crazy but so pure. His farm is doing great. Then it's not. Water dries up. Things are really bad. Their marriage is on the rocks. But then Sunja has a stroke and then accidentally burns down all of their crops. But then I think Jacob you know, chooses family over his product, if you will. And we see them grow closer together with Minari at the end. Time. Six seconds. Boom. Hmm. Perfect. That was perfect. That was a very, very brief overview. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot David's sick. <coughs> David has a heart thing <coughs> that's yes. getting better. Yes. All right, cool. Let's dive into Minari. Minari. Um, you have this listed. You made, Zach was so uh, diligent and made this these notes right here. You have two different release dates. So, uh, yeah, this was uh, at the Sundance Film Festival of last, last year, year okay. way back in January. And then it released in the U.S. Uh, February 12th oh, wow. this year. So, okay. over a year. Gotcha. So, this, this film also, just so everyone knows, um, <coughs> I would say this classifies as a foreign film to an extent. I don't know, maybe not because of the production companies that made it. Mm-hmm. It might not be classified as a foreign film, um, but it's like half in Korean, half in English. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super well done. Uh, Lee Isaac Chung is the director and the screenplay writer. Uh, music, Emil Mosseri. Uh, and cinematography is Lachlan Milne. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that name, but let me just get this out of the way, okay? Yeah. Director, music and sound design, cinematographer, incredible. Yeah. All three of those. Incredible. All right, we're done. Incredible. <laughs> That's the review. Thank you guys so much. See you next week. <clears throat> um, It's uh, 150 minutes. It's sort of than I thought. We haven't watched a movie that's under two hours in a long time. Right. This was barely, barely under two hours, of course, but... um. Budget was only two million. Yeah, that that is that's amazing uh, when you look at the the product that came out of two million dollars, and then you look at <laughs> some of these uh, two hundred million dollar movies. Yeah, two hundred million dollar <laughs> movies that are like, oh, that was okay. <laughs> well, it's interesting is that this can go. This goes to show, I think, in my opinion, how when you focus solely on the story and the ethos of it, how much more of an impact you can have. Mm-hmm. Also, there's no crazy you know computer generated anything in these in, in in this kind of movie 
So <clears> all <throat> the resources go to, uh, feed, you know, feeding the story mm-hmm. and the shots and the coloring. When, when, when it comes to editing, editing is not so much look how big and bombastic and real this fake thing looks. Yeah. It's more like, look, how can I, you know, edit or color grade this shot to well, feed the story. The ab- fire was real at the end. What know? about all the uh, <coughs> CGI plants? Ah. That entire film was taking place like they filmed it in a warehouse. Are you being serious? No. I was about to say, there's no way. <laughs> because if that's the case, a dark job, job well done. <laughs> a dark, damp warehouse. Um, no, it was, uh, I mean, I don't know the 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 full cast and crew, but it is, uh, hmm. it was impeccable. So it was very good. The editor was Harry Yoon. Um, so everyone, job well done. We should start putting editors in here. I feel like that's a very important role that we haven't focused on as much. Um, <clears throat> You're right. Anyway, um, we actually did take notes for this one. We're trying to get back in the habit of taking notes. <laughs> uh, so you want to just dive in? Mm-hmm. Cool. I made a note that pretty much immediately, uh, even with like the aesthetic of the logos that they showed, mm-hmm. with the music in the background, I was like, oh, I, I'm, I'm already into this. Yeah. Um, the the opening credits, which I think you actually pointed this out on a on the Snyder cut, right? Um, because I think you had said not a lot of these kind of movies do this. A lot of the more artistic films do this, like this one where you have the opening credits playing over essentially a prologue that's that's usually no dialogue. But it's just scene setting. It's still setting up what's happening. Yeah. And this movie does it in was in my opinion a, a great job of doing that. Absolutely. We we we, we already know a, like what's happening in this film when they haven't said a word yet. The vibe. I was into the vibe. Yeah, you know. Um <laughs> just Here's I mean, my contribution to this episode. I, I think I even put like it's already be- like beautifully shot. The mm-hmm. shots of, I think the first person we see is David. Um, in, Maybe in the back seat, <clears throat> but just kind of seeing like we 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 already get a sense of their relationships because mm-hmm. Jacob is driving by himself. He's driving in the big big truck, you know. And uh, I thought you, that, I thought that was interesting. Wh- why? Well, no, I'm I'm just like. In retrospect, okay. he's leading the family to this place. Okay, I and thought you meant like, the fact that him and his wife were separate in separate vehicles. Uh, and I was like, did you want uh, David to drive? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. I understand that, but I'm saying like, you know, David or Anne could have ridden with Jacob. That's true. But I just think, in a in like a in a in, in a literal and metaphorical sense, to see him leading his family here, and we already see. We don't really see his face much during this during this prologue, but but mm-hmm. we see the kids' faces looking around, and then when we, when we get get to the house, uh, Monica, mm-hmm. her face, she's obviously like, <laughs> excuse me, yeah, like where are we? Monica's not feeling it, no, uh, up until like pretty much the whole movie, yeah, like so in your flawless movie in a minute, you say at the end he makes the choice to you know, family over yes. over his after product. choosing the other first, um. It's not really clear. It's very ambiguous at the end. I don't know if you can make that conclusion. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Um, so, like, we're not even really sure if there's a resolution to there. What we do see at the end... I don't know why I'm talking about the end no, of the movie. No, it's fine. It's fine. But what we Just do see... With the flow, man. What we do see at the end is that there's this conflict between them 
And she says, I don't think when things get bad that you will choose us. And when there's the fire, he chooses her and he's, mm-hmm. he stops trying to get the stuff out. He, he pulls her out and then they have like this beautiful moment. Uh, it's, it's like the equivalent of like those two people kissing in the street with like the riot in the background. But this is like them just like holding each other with like the fire in the background kind yep. of thing. You know, uh, but after that, like, we don't really know. We actually only see him and David. Right. At the, at at the Minari uh, little pot well or whatever they call it. Mm-hmm. Minari pond or whatever they called it. Um, that's true. So, but I actually, just wanted to point that out. No, yeah. So, I found it interesting, too, since we're on the topic of the end, um, <laughs> how she she went in there to help him. Mm-hmm. You know, so this whole movie. So, they both, like... Went across their line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of she like, was like, this. She's like, I'm, I'm on this side. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm on this side. You know, if you want to leave, that's okay. But then they both crossed that line yeah. when, that, when that big conflict, that big uh, adversity <coughs> moment yeah. so presented itself. Yeah. So pretty early on, um, in like, I mean, even when they first get to the house, we, we see that there's some tension in their marriage, in their relationship. Um, we know that they recently moved from California. Yep. Um, we know that pretty early on there's a fight. I don't know if it's like the first like opening sequence, but no, I think in the first one she's just like, This is not what you promised. Yeah. You know. Well he promised a new start mm-hmm. and I mean I mean technically it's a new start. Yeah. Um we learned they're they're from California, they're chicken sexers. Mm-hmm. Uh that was my uh band in college. <laughs> and um Okay. <laughs> That's <was> good. <laughs> That was funny. Uh, so, based on like my reaction, that made me think mm-hmm. this movie made me laugh a bit more than I expected it to. Oh, th- there yeah. were some good little moments, mainly yeah. with David. Um, but yeah, so they're chicken sexers, which their job is to s- figure out if a chick is a male or a female, mm-hmm. and put it into a bin. Yep. Um, and it was really interesting to see that work environment. You know, because mm-hmm. at first when uh, the owner, I don't know, the the white dude was like, this is Jacob, he's an expert, he's chicken, an expert sexer. chicken sexer. He's an expert chicken sexer. I was the front man of the band. And yeah, that was they you. called me expert chicken sexer. And he was like, all right, you know, welcome. And they clapped and like no, nobody. So it started out as sort of a weird vibe. But then Monica meets a friend um, mm-hmm. and finds out that, that there are, in fact, some Koreans in Arkansas, not many. Not many. Um, we later find out that they all came there to get away from the city. But yep. But Monica wants to go back to the city. Monica That's does what want she to go back to the city. She doesn't like it out there. No, she does not like it. Um, but uh, there's one note, <coughs> which we just talked about briefly you know, prior to starting, was I have in capital letters, discarded. <laughs> oh, the chickens? Yeah. yeah. Where or the chicks? So they bring their kids to work because they, they don't have a babysitter. Mm-hmm. Um and also, real quick, this is I'm kind of jumping back and forth. I love Anne's like approach to David. She's very mature for her age. Do we know how old she is? No, I wouldn't guess more than ten. Okay. Um, you know, but she's like his caregiver in a sense. Which they're like, okay, I'm gonna read the C encyclopedia. You can read the E encyclopedia. <laughs> and David's now, like, yeah. I'm <laughs> like, yo, like, these, these genius ass kids. <laughs> but David's in there like, uh, we're reading the encyclopedia no. for fun. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't get it in the sense that it was for fun, but I got it in the sense of like, maybe Anne was like, I need to teach him things. You yeah. Know? Um, but 
uh, <clears throat> with the discarded thing, Jacob is teaching, he's teaching David a lesson. Yeah, he says male chicks aren't useful. You and I should try to be useful. Yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, I don't know if that's intended to be a, a reflection on maybe Jacob's upbringing or whatever, or um, maybe that's how he views himself. He's obviously very desperately trying to be seen as successful to his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but first off, that's horrible that they just throw the male chicks away, essentially. Um, did you not know this before watching the movie? I probably did. I just didn't like thinking about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, when it's hard to think about something, you just don't think about it. <laughs> That's not always the best approach either. <laughs> yeah. But he does say... Um, by the way, this episode is powered by Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> not oh a sponsor. God, I literally just ate a chicken biscuit. Yep. Oh, no. Um <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm going to become a vegetarian one day. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm going both to. of us. Anyway, so, but he does say, he's like, they're not useful, so they're discarded. Mm-hmm. So he tells David, like, we need to try and be useful. I don't love that message. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm supposed to either. Right. You know what I mean? I think that's kind of part of the, um, part of the point of what he's saying. Right. But then real quick, and then I'm going to ask your opinions, and I'm just talking. Um, we have the, the, the tornado. Okay. Um, which hit close to home because a, a, a big tornado just hit near us recently. Okay, let's back up. It didn't hit close ho- to home for Hunter because he slept through it. I did. S- you slept completely through I it. I did sleep through it. Your family was calling you. <laughs> you I call- was calling you. Called you called me. <laughs> and you just slept through it. A tornado passed probably within one mile of Hunter's house, <laughs> uh, maybe like three-fourths of a mile within my house. And I was hiding under the house. I was hiding <laughs> under my house. <laughs> you dug underneath your house? Well, there's like a crawl space under there. Oh, really? With like a bunch of plumbing and stuff. And, you know, being in in plumbing is like safe because the plumbing is going to stay there, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I got under the house because there was a tornado coming and we could hear it. And I'm calling Hunter and he sleeps through it. So don't say that this hits close to home. No, I'm saying that it hits. But first off, you never told me that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm saying that it hits close to home because it literally <laughs> hit close to home. Mm. But also, we have friends. This girl that uh, did some shoots for me, like her neighborhood got hit, and so yeah. Um, so, but it was interesting to see this um, because he straight up says, like, if this house gets hit, it's gonna get blown away. Yeah. Um, it was on wheels. There's and, nothing holding it to the ground. Yeah, and this is like I don't know if this is all like in, in the first day but it seems like it's just like the first week that they're there mm-hmm. um in arkansas you know tornado alley um but this is just adding to monica's stress where she's like this place like i don't want to be here um, well the storm is like symbolizing the tension in the relationship oh, yeah. i mean that might have been the first fight actually the first like I, I was say, vocal fight that we have is during have, the storm we have the big blow up mm-hmm. and my note is this acting is amazing Oh yeah, it was incredible. Everything in this movie is amazing. So good, um, but yes, they just. So that's the first little <coughs> section of the film. What are your thoughts so far? Monica says we wanted a fresh start. Yes, yeah. And then uh, Jacob says, "No, no, no, no." See, I can't even. This isn't working. I don't remember. 
a lot of the like actual dialogue. Jacob just, says we wanted a fresh start, and she yeah. says if this is the start you wanted, maybe there's no chance for us. Yeah, but I also um, thought it was really powerful to see the kids. They make like little paper airplanes mm-hmm. that say like "Don't fight" on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I just thought it was, it was like, it just showing both sides of that was was like really cool. Um, but I think it's during this, uh, during this fight, or briefly after they decide that Sunja will be coming to live with them, correct? That's uh, mm-hmm. Monica's mom. Um, <clears throat> but we see uh, David, David wets the bed. So actually, this movie is a lot of, I mean, a lot of it's sitting around David, I would say. Would you agree? Yeah, I think the main POV is David's po- yeah. POV. He's got a heart murmur. Um, mm-hmm. so Which isn't a death sentence. I have a heart murmur. No, it's not yeah. a death sentence. But he starts saying <coughs> some stuff. I see one, one, one of your notes. Yeah. Um, where he says, I'm going to live here until the day I die. And there's some things like later when he's laying with his with his uh, grandma, he's like, I don't want to see heaven yet. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, I don't want to die. I was like, if something happens to this child, yeah. I was going to lose it. My, my notes say multiple times, if anything happens to David, I swear to God, if anything happens to David, I'll be very upset. <laughs> yeah. If anything happens to David or Sunja, I will be very upset. Something happened to Sunja. <laughs> yeah. No, but I just think, like, but we see him, he, he hides. He hides mm-hmm. the, the wet spot in the underwear. Um, I don't, and then he goes and gets the water from the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Mountain Dew. It's healthy. I love David. I love David. Um, I'm trying to read your notes and also not get off track on mine. Um, the dowser comes, the guy with the stick, who can find water. Oh, yeah. You know what's funny? Hmm. We both, I think we both made a note that says, Reagan, so we're in the 80s. Like yep. literally almost verbatim, we both put Reagan as president. So Reagan, so it's the eighties. Year says, and then, yeah, that's funny. But yeah, so we, we it's not explicitly stated, but someone mentions Reagan, and he's so it's the eighties, and we definitely get that vibe. But it felt more seventies to me almost some, <clears throat> sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, well, it definitely wasn't um, like Wonder Woman eighty four. No, 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 no. That was very loud and eccentric eighties. This is more like rural and. Um, the forgotten side, I guess. Of Are we in Arkansas? Of, we're in Arkansas, yeah. I can't... I don't know what it's like there. I'm banned. No. <laughs> Do we have to explain that now? No, we don't have to. Zach's name on my phone is Zach Arkansas Olson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll never, never... We will never tell why he is banned from the state of Arkansas. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we see... Uh, I want to make a little comment here and if i'm steamrolling you again tell me <laughs> okay <laughs> you're out of it aren't you i'm half awake man um but we see uh jacob he's out um he's out with david and he's trying to like find a well right and he finds one of those guys with the weird sticks that can like yeah so five minutes ago when i said the dowser comes and yeah. he tries oh, to find the water okay. i didn't know that he was called a dowser gotcha but yeah um <clears throat> I guess those are a thing. I mean, you seem to know more about them than I do. Yeah, so I actually... Um, hell. <laughs> well, so Is I guess there's, there's different methods mm-hmm. of, of finding water that way. 
because uh, I was in this class <laughs> in college really? where we went outside and did this, but we didn't use like one stick that just like points down. I don't see how that would work because it seems like you're just like pointing your wrist down. You're like, here yeah, it is. You like, know what I mean? It's, like, it's right here. It's right here. <laughs> um, but there's another method where you take like two metal stick. You can like take a. Like, I just a, think I've seen that a metal coat hander, c- coat hander, a coat hanger, coat hanger, and like cut it in half and have, okay. have the sticks pointing out. And the yeah. longer they are, the better. And if you walk and you have them in something, like you can use a straw so that they can just like move freely. Mm-hmm. And you walk and it, once where they cross, that's usually where there's either water or electrical lines mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was, it was, I mean, it was pretty accurate. Really? Um, but this seems different because they're using a stick and the stick isn't able to move. It's their wrists that yeah. are moving. Yeah. And uh, I find it interesting, you know, what he's, he's, we get a really interesting view of, of American culture uh, from Jacob where he's like, he's like, these Americans will fall for anything or something along those lines. Right. Right. I mean, yes, but would we fall that, would we fall for that in Georgia? No. I mean, I personally don't think I I would. Is it necessarily American culture? Is it like, like rural Arkansas culture? Maybe. Yeah. You know, um, but he goes on to have this, this moment and, and we see him, I I think, just trying to be a good dad, you know, where he's teaching his son, like, he's like, you know, you have to use your mind to kind of think through things. And David's the one who's like, he, he's like, Jacob's like, where where does water go, the high place or low place? And David's mm-hmm. like, low place. And so he works it out on his own. And we see he's so excited for him. You know, they have the little screaming, woo, scene where he's like, bigger, bigger, you know, and mm-hmm. David's going crazy. Um, but then he digs the well. <clears throat> and I gotta say, this is this is my comment, and then I, I'll shut up. This movie has these like montages that are incredible, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Where there's like there's not usually any dialogue. There's just these beautiful shots of either the actors or there's nature, and the music is amazing, and it just evokes a, a lot of emotion for me. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Do you need some coffee? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, Do you want some for real? Because we can make some. Maybe. Okay, let me know. <laughs> Where are we in the movie? He's digging the well. No, they dig the well. Yeah. Right after they dig the well, uh, Paul shows up with the tractor. Yes. But I was saying, like, what do you think of those montage shots? What oh, do you they're think great. of the... Yeah, they're wonderful. Like... These are the, the the aesthetic moments. Like there 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 are there's story in this movie. There's a lot of it. There's mm-hmm. a lot of dialogue, a lot of yeah. uh, relation relationship, like dynamics and things like that. But I think a lot of the complexity from this movie comes from these like aesthetic montages with the music overlaid, mm-hmm. and it just yeah. all comes together. And like I don't know, it's very like gentle, but almost yeah, haunting yeah, 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 at yeah. the same time. Yes. You know what there I mean? There was like one the moment later. Go on. No, please. There was one moment later where I remember uh, it was him and Paul. It was one of the moments where it was like they were saying stuff like, okay, this is good, this is good. But I mm-hmm. even made a note where I was like, the music makes me think otherwise. Mm-hmm. Not that it was like some scary music, but it was like maybe in a minor key. Right. So it like it wasn't quite, it was like almost like a very pensive, not pensive, very hesitant mm-hmm. hope where it was like, I don't, and I thought that was really interesting. Sometimes in this movie, and this is just a general statement, it has nothing to do with where we are right now. Mm-hmm. There are moments that seem like hopeful, yeah. but the music is very 
poignant. Yes, exactly. Or there yeah. are moments that are kind of uh, are centered around loss or you know yeah. something going wrong, but the music almost seems brighter in those moments. So it's yeah. like the tension between, you know, I mean, there's so many different things, and it's just it's so cool to see how this group of people like played with that yeah and, and it's awesome because like you i mean very rarely is a human ever feeling one emotion right you know what i mean like you can be happy and be afraid you can be so yeah sad and hopeful you know i haven't seen many korean movies mm-hmm. admittedly yep um it's parasite korean Parasite is Korean. I was going to say, and Parasite is like the full gambit of emotion, and yeah. you're feeling multiple things at the same time. That movie is brilliant in that way as well. Um, I have yet to see it, but I want to see. I can't remember if Old Boy is Korean. Yes, Old Boy is a South Korean uh, movie. Um, I haven't well, seen that in a while. Technically, this is an American film. True. Old Boy's also a very different kind of movie, so I don't know if that would be the best um, mm-hmm. uh, comparison. But yeah, like I just think it's just this movie to me, for, for whatever reason, in whatever way, captured the human experience very well. Whether it be the relationships, the struggles, the highs, the lows, mm-hmm. the atmosphere of the movie, you know, like it was just, it was awesome, man. It was just really awesome. Um, so but Paul, I, Paul shows up at the track. Yes. Paul, first off, threw me off because I saw his face and I was like, I know him. Yeah. And he's been to stuff that I didn't realize, like Armageddon mm-hmm. and... That's um, Will Patton. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, at first, I was like, oh, God. Oh, God, who is this guy? Yeah. But I grew to love Paul. Yeah. Um, but I love the dynamic between him and Jacob because Jacob's reaction is just like... Um, yeah, Paul Paul has some interesting quirks. Yeah. Paul Paul reminds me of like... This is way off Nathan. topic here, but like when you're playing Red Dead Redemption and you come across some like kind of crazy guy in a house mm-hmm. and you're like, is this a good guy? Is this a bad guy? And then you find out that his mother that he's been taking care of, once you finally go in the house, it's just a skeleton sitting in a chair. <laughs> so he's like Norman Bates from Psycho? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he... But with I, a kind heart. I better say, I think he has a, <laughs> he has a kinder heart than that. Um. But he does mention and allude to his time in the Korean War. So he's, mm-hmm. I think you mentioned to me, like he's, he obviously has been through some stuff. Yeah. Something's for sure. you know, hit him hard. He he has Korean War money. Yeah. Like, and he gives it to David. True. True. Um, but it's really interesting to see their relationship grow. Because mm-hmm. whiskey scratches at something again. Um, it's just, I I don't know. I just think like, like, when he's like, you know, if I, I'm a good worker, and Jacob's kind of like, well, no, thank you though. And then like we cut later too, and we see them working in the field together. I was kind of mm-hmm. like, oh yay, you know, I was like, good. I don't think that was whiskey scratching because she's right there. She's right behind oh, you. <laughs> anyway, um, but I love the there's, there's a little scene later where. Um, I think Monica asks him, like, how much was the tractor or whatever. and It was right after he bought it. Yeah. And he th- said, it's an investment. Yeah, but then he has these moments where he's like, you look happy, you know? And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, they're trying. They're trying, yeah. aren't they? Which makes me sad, but also happy, you know? Yeah. It's that really, it's that whole, like, melting pot of, like, this is the human experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had a thought around this time mm-hmm. because 
uh, Jacob's plan is to grow Korean vegetables. Yep. Because Koreans are moving to America mm-hmm. at a record pace, and you know, won't they want vegetables from home? And I thought, is the climate in Arkansas the same as the climate in Korea? Like, I would it? No idea, but I would venture to say no. Like, would it be difficult to? Because you know, some some vegetables can only grow in certain climates. Yeah. Also, it didn't really explicitly say what he was growing, uh, besides Minari, but that's not really him. That was more. Well, we know that he plants lettuce because yep. later on, him and Paul, they've like put down the yep. the sheets or whatever, and they're cutting it and, and planting the stuff. And he's like, "No, you you want your lettuce to be this far apart." Yeah, um, but we see some fruits and, and vegetables, and they look tasty, good, but they look just like I think I saw. I like was thinking tasty, and in your face said not tasty. Well, no, I was trying to think of like 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 what they were. Like they looked like just normal vegetables to me. They didn't look like, but I also don't know. I don't know. Um, but he does sell them to what looks like a, a Korean uh, shop owner later. So it, much they, later, they might it's like the end of the movie, later. pretty much. Um, but then we see we we meet Sunja. I love Sunja. I love Sunja too. I w- will say, Monica's reaction to when Sunja got there for some reason wasn't what I expected. Remember, she mm-hmm. was almost like she seemed nervous. Right or like almost like uh, like scared a little bit maybe not scared is the wrong term but like nervous or I definitely said like she's uh, uh, embarrassed mm-hmm. you know what did you think of that what did you think of Monica and Sunja's relationship I more generally Monica's character is the character that I relate with least in this movie because there, yeah. there are a lot of reactions that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But that is because, like, if I was in that situation, I would probably be more so like David. I would be, like, working or, you know, trying to mm-hmm. do something to provide. Yeah. And so there are a lot of things, like, I, I, I understand, like, Jacob's decision and why he's doing this and this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. And then Monica is not satisfied with it, and I'm thinking... You know he's trying. Yeah. What's what's the issue here? Yeah. Um, that's not to say that. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> she has her reasons, and I'm sure there's there's a, a large audience that would be able to relate with that, yeah. and her you know reactions to things. But yeah, so uh, when she's like she starts crying. Uh, well, right when right when her mo- her mom gets there, Sunjay gets there. She's very yeah serious, like very. Yeah, that could be like, like a cu- a cultural she's thing. She's like very proper. <clears throat> and she's just, right. You know, there's definitely like I've I've heard and I don't know a lot about um, Korean culture mm-hmm. or Japanese culture that kind of stuff. Um, but I've heard that like the patriarch and matriarch of the family, the elders, mm-hmm. are um, very much respected as as they should be in any family, but in any family in any culture. But I've heard that like in those cultures, it's definitely like revered, sort of. You know, so maybe she's like. You know, she's very stern on like David has to behave for her. When in reality, soon just, just, kind of a wild card too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I just found it interesting. Like she was obviously like, I, I I got the vibe of, you know, I don't want my mom to be embarrassed of how her daughter's living. But Sunjo seemed to be fine with yeah, everything. Yeah, Su- Sunjo you know? was she was she on was board cool. from day one. Um, but then they go in like the in the bedroom and she's pulling out like the chili powder and the yep. anchovies. Yeah, and she loses it. Man. She, she she starts really crying. Has a tough time. And I'm like, man, if you brought me chili powder, I'd be happy. 
But I'm saying, like, I think that really goes to show that... But she was missing, like, I mean, she probably hasn't had that since she moved to... Yeah. So, like, to your point, maybe she's not so much upset with, like, how hard David's working in the sense of, like, oh, it's not working. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's, like, I didn't want you to choose this route anyway. Right. And that's... That happens. That's life. It's... I don't know if it's Monica's place to say you have to choose the route I want you to take. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that. Everybody has to pursue and choose their their paths uh, to be who they want to be. And David, I mean, not David, Jacob wanted to, this, he even said, he, he was like, my my dream is 50 acres. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and his dream was growth. And yeah. based on like the, the fights that they had, it seemed as if uh, when they were living in California, they had nothing and they yeah. weren't able to like accrue wealth sort of, and, and, yeah. and, and, and grow Capital, it. if you will. Yeah, they were just... You know, running in place, right? Um, and but that—that's the lifestyle that she wants throughout this whole movie. She wants to go back to the city. She wants yeah. to go back to California. In fact, yeah. at one point, she—I don't know if she's working on her chicken sections so that she can go back and she'll be yeah. quick enough. Yeah, she's you know? genuinely like she's like practicing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's where, in my opinion, that the conflict comes comes from, which makes it even sadder to me because it's not mm-hmm. necessarily anybody's fault. It's this. Two very different people. With different dreams. Who do want different lifestyles, mm-hmm. if you will, which frankly happens. And it's hard. So, you know, it's like. Yeah, how but do it you, sucks when they're married, it, you know? It does suck. <laughs> it does suck. And so you have to think about, like, how do you navigate that? How do you um, do that in a way that both people can get a sense of, of what they're chasing? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Because then you have the kids think about. Um, so, but that's still hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. it, it have you seen uh, a Marriage Story Mm-mm. with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson? Mm-mm. You need to watch that movie. It's incredible. I, I, I want to say it was nominated last year for Best Picture, um, but it's kind of that same deal where it's like the story of two people who love each other, but also like you can't abandon yourself within right. a relationship. Because that's also unhealthy. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. And so that's hard because it's not like somebody did anything to screw it up. It's just like, you know, anyway, which I think that makes for really interesting stories. You know what I mean? Because it's not as easy to be like, oh, he's just a dick or she's just mean or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, anyway. it's 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 more complicated than that. Yeah. Like I said, like I, life. I... Like I said, I can empathize more with Jacob's position, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, I feel like that's the point that I'm at in my life where I'm like, I don't want to just keep running in place. I want to build something. Yep. You know, um, and, but Sunja has her, not Sunja, uh, Monica has her, yeah. her reasons too. Yeah. You know? Um, and I would, you know, I, I would say the same as you, like with me and Hannah about to become parents, I'm like, I, I, I also want to, be successful, but also mm-hmm. I've even said this where like, I want to see my son grow up and see his parents, not just me, but his parents go after their dreams. Yeah. Not just be like, yeah, you just find a job and make a living, but it's like, no, you like you, you hustle for like what you, what your passion is. Mm-hmm. Um, which oftentimes is harder to make a reality financially. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Just like with this, with Jacob, he's like, I wanted to do this. And so I'm trying and, you know, it's hard. Yeah. But anyway. Um, so we like Sunja. Yes, we start to get the 
comedic dynamic between David and Sunja. Well, David doesn't seem to like her at all. No, from the, like from the start. No, he has that. He had his little expressions, like when 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 she's like, "You're gonna drink this once a day." He's just like, uh, uh, "Excuse no. me." They but have the the penis dialogue. Oh my god! Because they find that they the find that he's he's peed the, the bed, and she's like, "Penis, penis are broken." <laughs> penis are broken. And she goes, and he, it's not called that. It's called ding yeah, dong. Yeah, David's like, it's not called a penis. It's called a ding dong. <laughs> then they go to church. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on. I want to make one comment okay. before the the church scene. Yeah. Um, uh, has has he has he peed in the bowl yet? <laughs> no. Okay. No, he hasn't, Never mind, he, hasn't, he hasn't peed in the bowl but yet. But I think this is where we start to see, first off, Sunja loves her some wrestling and loves that, that game. She's calling her grandchildren like bastards. Has <laughs> that happened like, yet? Yeah, because I I put like grandma's intense with 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 this 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 card game, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we start seeing and like getting little hints of the the maybe not conflict but the interesting dynamic of David who's more Americanized, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's interesting seeing like three generations like Sunja, the, uh, the David and Monica, and then I mean uh, Jacob and Monica, and then David and Anne. Um, I just think that's a really interesting perspective on it, you know, and like yeah. how you kind of have to work with that. Not saying it's a good or bad thing. It's just like, it just is, you know, mm-hmm. um, but one little note that I, that I, um, made here is that when we talk about, uh, Jacob and Monica, um, soon just watching some show and says, Oh, this is, they used to sing this song together. They get all lovey dovey and mm-hmm. they used to sing the song. And both of them are like, did we, did we, did we, it's so Which long I think ago. is really sad because it's like they've lost that part of them, mm-hmm. you know, or at least of their relationship. Um, but anyway, now we get to the church scene. This church scene, well, okay, so the service is is nice. Yeah, they're fine. like, what a beautiful family, you service know, and, and yeah. it's like, yay. And then they they do the like after church brunch thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't go to church that often. What what, what is that? I put my exact. What is that called? Uh, Does it have a name? I don't. It's just it's just like a. I guess it's just brunch or lunch, depending on what time the service was. Okay. Um, Getting technical. The, yeah, you you put this church scene needs a trigger warning for more than one reason. <laughs> I don't mean that in like a really mean way, but um, I also like I don't think what's frustrating to me is I don't think any of these people like are mean, like poorly. Man, and that little people, girl is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk, and please tell me if I say yes, something like, in Korean. And she's like, Chong Dong, Ding Dong. Like, yeah, the like little girl and the little boy. Mm-hmm. I, my gut says they weren't trying to be mean or rude, right? But I just think like, it's just ignorance. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's, and like you know, to your point, he says like, oh, this is a beautiful family. Like I think he was like they were trying to be like welcoming but also it's like it comes across as like patronizing and like condescending sort of why i mean they I, do that for any family in a church no i know i've had just, to i've had to stand up and no, they're like no, what? No, thank I'm, you for being I'm not, here i'm not saying and i'm like that, please don't look at me i'm not saying that that moment of standing up mm-hmm. um but to your point not everybody wants to do that i don't you know what i'm saying <laughs> and like there's this weird unintentional shame where it's like okay well now if i don't stand up like are they like it, i think it's what's what's hard is that it's very obvious that it's their first time there mm-hmm. because of just what they look like you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that kid is just staring at david 
and he just goes like, "Why is your face so flat?" And maybe David says it's not. It's not. Yeah, I was like, "Heck yeah!" You know, like I I don't think again. I don't know if he's just a kid being a kid. I I don't, I don't think he's trying to be mean. Mm-hmm. Um, we get some more of him later, and I don't really like that kid <laughs> much. I don't know. I don't like that kid's dad. Um, but then yeah, that like little girl is just like. I'm going to just say some things. And if I say something in your language, stop me. And she's like, Lomo, Chomo, Kumo, Udo, In Chong, Wai. And it's just like, this is, this is super, like, that, that to me is like pedantic and mm-hmm. condescending, where it's just like, I don't know. But for me, it was like, I said, recording because I've gone to many of these kind of services and there's that weird, lunch ish thing after the service and you're just sort of there mm-hmm. and like I'm you know like I'm actively like I, I'm singing at those women were really welcoming to, yes. to so Monica that, that's, I'm, I'm saying like I'm singing at churches the, this this weekend for Easter and so you have to like find that that sort of fellowship but like in the very traditional uh, southern churches this is more midwestern mm-hmm. uh, but it's very similar where it's like you just sort of do these things yeah, and it's like let's make sure I wear my best clothes and I have on my best face and I'm like oh everything's great and it's just mm-hmm. to me it was like oh no I've it just feels very facade esque okay that makes sense yeah um, and it always felt forced where it was like let's just make ourselves eat a meal here and then go home and then be like okay well now we're done and then go home and fight <laughs> yeah yes exactly um, yeah uh, you know who doesn't hold back or have any inhibitions paul sunja oh sunja because the best, because <laughs> that little boy asks if david can come over oh no <laughs> forgot about this part and uh monica's like no no you can't and he's like why why can't you come over and sunja looks at him and goes ding dong broken <laughs> ding dong broken david's face he's just like are you kidding me <laughs> but there's two little things in in, in that short little scene that i was like yeah that, that reveal a lot is that the 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 other kid, the way he says why I can't come over mm-hmm. is very entitled. I don't know if you yeah. caught that, but he he's like, why? Like why can't you come over to my house? Well, it, because, I mean, we we only get a little bit of this little boy. Yeah. But it it seems like he's left to his own devices. Yeah. A lot of the time. Really there. Like his dad, his dad wasn't there, and he said, "Tell your mom I was, I was here, here all, all night." night. Yeah. yeah, his dad sucks. And uh, so, can you bl- can you be mad at this little kid if he's being like raised? A- so here's the thing: in that moment, that first moment, I was like, "Ugh, who is this kid that he is?" And then yeah. later, I was like, "Oh man!" Like, yeah. Now I see, you know. Right. But you did say two minutes ago, "I don't like that little kid or his dad." <laughs> no, but the the like just the, I just think I. Hunter's that's, over here like, man, if that that's, kid. No, that's, that's not fair. And his pops. But like, see, like he's, you know, he's convincing David to like mm-hmm. dip and stuff. And it's just like. Yeah. But again, that's, but all, that's but all, like, yeah, he like doesn't seeing, know. Seeing his dad, that makes sense. I'm gl- I mean, they, there was dip in that drawer. There was also alcohol in there and they didn't grab the alcohol. And I'm glad there wasn't like a gun or something. Right. You know? Um, but yes, the Sunja, uh, ding, ding dong broken. <laughs> So something happens after this scene. Yes. Paul does something, and I have a note here that says, "Yo, Paul is a strange dude." I don't know if he if it was when he was speaking in tongues. Do you remember what happened oh, no, directly after this? He's bearing the cross. He's literally bearing a cross. 
Oh, they're 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 on their way back. Yeah. And he's he's walking. Yeah, he's bearing the cross. Yeah. Throughout this film, Paul has he's spoken in tongues and he's done interesting little chants, mm-hmm. which have been kind of odd, but almost a little endearing and like a quirky, like oh, it's Paul. Mm-hmm. But then they drive past him. Um, whiskey, I see you. Whiskey is just screaming at us. <laughs> he's talkative today, but we see. They they drive past Paul literally bearing a cross, and he carries um, a cross down the road mm-hmm. in the same way that Jesus did when he was going to be crucified. Um, and I think he even says, like, because I think they, uh, Jacob's like, do you need a ride? And Paul's like, no, this is my church. Yeah. Um, so my take from this is that he wrestled, based on his comment about the war, he just probably has some demons that he— mm-hmm has to like wrestle with he's yeah. probably got some regrets and some things he probably had to do um that's tough man because you i you know i've never been to war i don't want to ever have to go to war but mm-hmm. the stuff you hear stories about ptsd and that kind of stuff it's awful man yeah you know? um anyway moving on and then this is where they they're watching wrestling and oh, David and and Sunja have the like little spat where he's like you're not a real grandma yeah you don't you know, real grandmas bake, bake cookies bake cookies and they don't curse and they don't wear men's underwear yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and she says why don't you get me some water of the mountains or Mountain whatever water yeah and so he goes and he pees in a bowl I know I love I, I think I put here I said David is my favorite. He pinches um, his cheeks and said, this is just a dream or something. Yeah, which I think is a callback to what his mom said about right. like, peeing the bed, but he wasn't asleep. Right, so that and was he was weird. also peeing in a bowl and giving it to his grandma. <laughs> yeah. So Maybe it was, that was his justification, as in, this is not real. So anyways, uh, Sunja drinks piss, yeah. and, she, and she like yells, you little bastard, yeah. and he's like running away. It was a great scene, man. I, I thought it was great. Um, mm-hmm. I found the discipline very interesting, where he has to just hold his arms up in the air, yeah. separate. Let's I do mean, that. Let's see how long we can here. do that. Yours, your, yours aren't straight up. We'll, we'll give you 10 seconds of this. Yours aren't straight up, silent. They're not straight up. I'm sorry. Straight up. Uh, straight up, man. How much straighter can I go? You're like this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's been like five seconds. Yours are moving. This does get hard. Would you want to do this? No. Okay. <sighs> so it's a, I've it's never a, seen it before. Yeah. But it's funny because he... Uh, Jacob says, "Go, go get a stitch, a, a, a stick." I was gonna say a switch. Is that later or is that here? That's here, I think, because okay. he goes and gets the stick, and even soon, just like, even soon, just like, it was funny. It's a joke. It's yeah. okay. Like, don't. Who cares don't if I him. drink piss? It was fun. Don't hit him. Like, yeah, she she says it was fun, <laughs> um, uh, but uh, he falls and breaks the stick, and then so Jacob's like, "Go, go outside and get another one." Which at this mm-hmm. point, I was like, "Dude." Like, just Man, anytime anything little happens with Dave, like when he fell, I was like, oh no, this isn't it, is it? Yeah, no. Uh, but then he comes back with like a weed. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Dave is my man. Yeah. I love him. That's the kind of stuff I would do as a kid. Oh, yeah. He's like, no, yeah. honestly, that's the kind of stuff no, that, yeah. I believe it. It's like, you hit me with this, and it's like a, essentially like a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I loved it. Uh, but let me see what's next. Hold on one second. Um, where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Uh, I lost it. I lost it. I lost it. Okay, so no, we have another little montage, and I think I noticed like there was one that was, that was like a morning shot, of, of just like, um, maybe the sun coming. Oh, whiskey's talking. Sorry. 
she's just so insightful. I know. Um, but there's a shot. Well, you heard what she said, right? I did. She, she said, said, how dare you think that I can't <laughs> speak? I told Zach my dream. Um, but these shots, I, I just keep, keep coming back to them, where it's like, I think this one was like just the sun coming through the trees. Mm-hmm. And these shots are just, they're breathtaking, man. The sun coming through the trees can be a powerful shot. It's, Keep in mind, that was the last frame of Sound of Metal, was the sun that is true. coming through the trees. And the music, ah, it's just so good. It's just so good. Um, but just to kind of, I, I don't want to keep, I know we're, we're, we're already at keep. an hour, sorry. Keep. <laughs> there's, there's so much that really happens. But I made a note here where I said, this movie takes its time. Yeah. Like, I've grown to love films. When I say it's about the human experience, it's not like, yo, man, this building's falling. Let me make an impossible jump and save someone's life because it's, I'm a hero. I've loved taking I've grown, pot shots at the superhero movies. What? Taking pot shots at the superhero well, no, movies. No, I'm just thinking of like even like the action movies, you know, that are just like unrealistic. Um, what? You don't think Mission Impossible could happen? Sure. Um, Tom Cruise can do anything. Um, the power of Scientology, man. But I'm saying like, uh, um, the human experience is mm-hmm. not that. These moments of relationship and family and just like trying to do your best. Like I think I've made wrote like five times, like they're just doing their best. Mm-hmm. Um and I just I just love it. And I, you know, I think I I made a comment here about Monica and Jacob. They're very different people, but I still I still like am like rooting for them. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like I like their dynamic when it's good. Um, there's only one really explosive fight in this movie, but you can still sense the tension. You oh, know, t- tension throughout. They're not very affectionate. They're not very intimate, right. which is which shows the distance. But like they're trying, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um. So this is where the 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 crops start to dry up a little bit because the well dries out, right? Yeah, dude. <clears throat> this. This is when I started to be like, oh, no, this is not going to be a happy ending, is it? <laughs> just because, like, stuff, just life starts happening, you know? Mm-hmm. He can't even lift his arms up anymore because he's been working so working hard. Working so hard. Um, I've been there. So, yeah. that, so look, he, he punished his son by saying, lift your arms above your head, and then he can't even do it. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Think oh, about that. Man. That's crazy. Boom. Um, but I was going to say, he, here's this moment where, uh, like, he finally gets some more, like, water somehow for the crops it's um, the county wa- that's the water for their house oh okay got you that's why the water cuts off because he uses you. it for the crops got and they can't you. they can't got afford you, it anymore i missed that um so he's not stealing water i had the same thought yeah i see your note is like is he stealing water and but when i saw how close it was to their house i was like that's a line for them yeah. it's not like he went out to the road and is stealing water that's going to like a fire hydrant yeah. or something uh but this this is and that that makes more sense now because this is the moment where they're packing stuff up and like Paul's like oh this is good this is good mm-hmm. and Jacob's like yeah it's good it's good and the music to me wasn't happy right so but now realizing that he just took water from his family to do yeah I was like that makes sense because you have you know man that's damn mm-hmm. but this is great filmmaking I mean. <laughs> Jake, th- throughout the film, Jacob is making these decisions, but he thinks that these are sacrifices that will lead to a better tomorrow. Yep. Like, he thinks if he can get this first harvest out, and he's probably right, Yeah. then they won't have to worry about water anymore. Yeah. Or, you know, they can get a house without wheels, maybe. You know, yeah. farming 
you can hard. you can make some money with farming yes, if you do it. A, I mean, it's very difficult. It's a hard life, though. Yeah, it's it's a very hard life. Um, but I made a note where on the phone, like he's talking to somebody who was about to buy his 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 products, and mm-hmm. then he says, "Oh, you're getting them from California." And I was yeah. like, "You can't like, trust Texas." I'm telling you. Well, no, but I was just saying, like, that's probably hard because he's just there. He just came from there. Yeah. Like maybe he could have done this in California. You know. Um, you can trust Texas. <laughs> But then, then they uh, they lose their their water. Um, <clears throat> we start getting um, there's some moment where uh, I don't know, I forget how it how it even comes up. Um, but uh, Sunja and David start going like have this little bit like this 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 banter. I forgot the exact exchange, but um, crap. What is it where David's comeback is? Uh, what does pee going, taste like? <laughs> yeah, they're going back and forth about something. And, yeah, he says, hey, hey, Grandma, what does pee taste like? Oh, yeah, it's 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 like some, like, endearing moment. where And then he's like, Grandma? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, what does pee taste like? Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, David. Their relationship is my favorite. It's great. I made a note here. And I think I texted you because I think at this time for you, you had finished the movie. Mm-hmm. I think I had said to you, but I was like, I'm so invested. Yep. I'm so invested in this family. Um, but anyway, real quick, we forgot to mention that she goes out to this little pond. Her and David go out to this little pond, and she starts growing. She starts planting Minari. Mm-hmm. And she says it's wonderful, a wonderful plant. It, it'll yep. grow pretty much anywhere. Yep. Rich Anybody or, can eat it. Rich or poor, yep. y- you can eat it. It can be used in medicines. It can be used in kimchi, soup. It's just like this universal thing and it it translates to like water celery okay gotcha so um but then here we're kind of pivoting in, into the the last half and we can kind of get through this because we're getting close to the end the last half no the 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 the, the, the last third sorry okay um <laughs> whoa uh but we definitely have these 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 ideas of like you know jacobson over his head um I think Monica makes makes a comment of like he doesn't know that I know about mm-hmm. the water. Um and you know, she's like, We're just gonna borrow more from the bank, which kind of implies they're already in debt. Um Yeah. So that's that's continuing to like kind of crumble, but then David has this this heartbreaking exchange with Sunja about heaven. We're laying in bed. Yeah, because Monica shows that her faith is very important to her. Mm-hmm. David, I mean, uh, Jacob, not so much. Sunja straight out says, why do you tell a kid that, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, Sunja's coming from, I mean, they all, they're all they all from Korea. Yep. South Korea, I, yep. I assume. But um, think about if you've lived a big portion of your life mm-hmm. in, a, in a different country, you'll, you'll start to, I mean, that's what assimilation is. Yep. You know, it was little by little. Uh, but, but Sunja is coming from Korea, and the, the family structure there, um, I think it's Confucian, which is like... Confucianism? Yeah, which, I mean, is is a, a religion, yeah. right? And so she's probably like, why are you... Why are you yeah. You know. <clears throat> but this... Oh, man, this was... This, 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 like, got me when he's saying, like... Um, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to have to see heaven. 
He straight up says, I don't want to die. Yeah. I'm not and, ready to die. And then eventually he says, like, I don't want to die. And then soon just like, who, who dares yeah. touch touch this little boy? And it was Monica, because he heard, he heard her yeah. in the window. Um, That was like, it was, that was a great scene. But then, damn it, they wake up. And soon just had a stroke. Mm-hmm. I was literally, I was like, I swear to God, I swear to God, if soon just like dead, mm-hmm. I was gonna lose it. She's not, but she had a really like serious stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was just, it's just the whole family dynamic. Your notes. I what? always, I always love your notes. This is, this is why we should keep doing the notes, <laughs> just so I can read your notes. <laughs> what, what it uh, I love these kids. Next line, <laughs> dumbass kids. <laughs> Different kids, different kids. Okay, the I was talking about David and Anne. Um, okay, when I said that I love these kids, and the dumbass kids are the oh kids the kids on the bus who were like flicking off Paul. Yeah, and I even said Paul is precious to me. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I don't know. Oh, I don't <sighs> like this country kid. So it's like you're what's, taking you're taking a stance on these children. What's what's funny and is these that children are products of their so environment. Hold on, a second, hold on a second. What's funny is that that very next line where I said I remember. Those days, I should have been more uh, specific because you remember that, those days of dipping. That was no, <laughs> that was actually a more positive line, um, because this is also before we meet his dad, and so I just think this kid's just kind of a punk, frankly. Mm-hmm. But then those, you know, the that scene of like him and David brushing their teeth, just kind of being being kids, and I thought back to spend night with a friend, and like we would build little forts and have like airsoft battles you mm-hmm. know like run around and i was like okay maybe i just am seeing this wrong and i yeah. remember that moment I, I was like that's a that's a fun experience for him tyler and i used to have lightsaber battles dude totally like i totally <laughs> like i remember we would we would like literally build forts at my yeah. friend's house because he had a huge basement or and if it's all of us you know just like these crazy battles man and you yeah. like we would build like these most the most intricate like puzzles and yep. pathways. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so actually maybe I'm reading this kid wrong. And then we meet his dad, and I'm like, okay, I was reading mm-hmm. this kid wrong because this sir needs to brush his teeth. Yeah. I, I wrote, he suck. <laughs> he suck. I didn't even do it medically correct, but I want to point out, reel me in. I feel like I'm just rambling. Um, Ramble on. Uh, I want to point out the the duality and it really pointed out like the mortality like you face your own like mortality when you watch this where you have these kids running around being kids oblivious sort of innocently ignorant if and you then will. grandma is like stroked out in the hospital exactly and then you see monica with with, with sunja and she's like uh, you know in like a she's just barely even conscious mm-hmm. and i thought this is life that's life yeah and that's really tough yeah i don't know Anyway. Yeah. Um, are you still awake? Yeah. <laughs> yeah are my eyes closed? <laughs> no, but I can tell you're tired. I got to go to work after this. Yeah, I know. We have busy days coming up after this. <clears throat> anyway, uh, the water comes back on. This is where it sort of all kind of <clears throat> comes to a head. But there's an interesting scene where they bring Paul in. I, for some reason, loved the fact that Paul was at dinner. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's out there, but he's very grateful, you know. Mm-hmm. And like he's, I noticed he was using chopsticks for some reason. I liked that little tidbit. 
Well, I mean, he spent time in Korea, so he probably true. It, it probably wasn't like some like s- southern boy that's never used chopsticks. Like, okay, I'm gonna go along with this. No, I know, but like he's he, for some reason he hits me differently than like the people who were like like the girl who's like I'm gonna say words until I say something in your language. Where Paul to me is like, I respect your culture and I embrace it. As right, much as I can you know what I mean? But the difference being, he's been there. He's been there, and so he yeah. doesn't. He doesn't have the same like ignorance that these quote dumbass kids. <laughs> it's a Hunter Callahan <laughs> quote, unquote. Not, okay, the the boy. He she was on the with, bus, but but was she one of the kids doing that? Probably not. Okay, so she's not a dumbass kid. She was innocent, mind you, a little ignorant. The 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 guy in the back of the bus. He's a dumbass kid. He okay. flicks him off. Okay. Um, I'm just saying they're just kids. I know. You know? I know. We were those dumbass kids too, probably, I'm sure. Well, I don't think I ever did anything like that, but oh, no. I was raised in a different environment. You True. Know? I, I, I think environment has a lot to do with it. I don't think you can blame uh, someone under the age of 10. <laughs> True. But the one who flicks them off is, is not under the age of 10. Okay. He was well, a teenager. Are you sure? I'm positive. He had a very high-pitched voice. <laughs> he was a teenager. Anyway, like, oh, he saw me. <laughs> anyway, um, we get this interesting uh, scene where, like, Paul is like trying to purify the uh, the house. Well, because Sunja comes back to the house and she keeps like pointing at a corner and, and like she's grunting. Like, she's like, "It'll hide." Because earlier, yeah. when when they see the snake, she's like, "It's more dangerous if it hides," mm-hmm. um, which is creepy. That's scary. Well, um, we know we know that something's happened there because earlier in the movie, Paul's like, "You should think about getting an exorcism." Yeah, and then we find out that uh, at at breakfast with the guy with the teeth, I mean, everyone in this movie has teeth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, the guy with the teeth, he uh, says, "I knew the guy that lived that were, lived there before. You know, he went completely mm-hmm. broke." And yeah, so it's assumed himself. it's assumed it's assumed that he shot himself. But anyway, so uh, after that, um, they take David. And what? I was going to say the You're tension in in Jacob and Monica's relationship is is evident even to oh, yeah. to Paul, and he's only there for dinner. Oh, like yeah. he doesn't really see Monica that much, other than oh, that's true because Jacob says like, "What'd you tell him?" And yeah. she's like, I didn't tell him anything. Right. Um, but it's just it's very apparent, and I think I even put I was like, "Jacob, just relax, man," you know. Yeah. Um, but then then they they take uh, um, David to to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And I think it's becoming very apparent when it when Monica's like, "Don't bring this this stuff inside," because he has a box of his of his vegetables with him. Yeah, and she's this like, "This is another this is another point where I don't see how him bringing the box of vegetables in the the hospital with them is like choosing work over family because like he he's worked very hard. They're there for the hospital appointment, but also to go to the market. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they've they've agreed to go to that market to try and sell the vegetables, yeah. right?" So that's another. This is another point where, like, I, I understand Monica's frustration, but like, mm-hmm. I, it's it's hard for me to get on board. Yeah, like I, I think that might let be, him bring the box inside. That might be more to like visually illustrate it. Realistically speaking, though, I see what you're saying. Where it's like, okay, on one hand, you might view it as everywhere we go, this quote unquote dream of his follows us. Mm-hmm. But in reality, he shouldn't leave it in the car because if it's so hot. It'll it'll ruin it, right? So it's like, if he doesn't bring it in, they have a bit of a less 
of a chance of succeeding right. than if he does. So I definitely, I don't think that's a, a reason to, like... It's not like, I guess up. I guess it would be different for me if um, he, like, was working some white-collar job and he, like, brought in a laptop and was, like, on the phone and, like, not paying attention to his kid or anything. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's just bringing the box in. He's there for the appointment. Yeah. It's not like he dropped them off and went to... The, that would be... Different different for me if he like yeah. dropped them off and then went to go like try and make the sale yeah um, um but he does come in and say like is he okay yeah so um i don't know if he was there for the whole appointment but he's definitely there um but we get this great shot where it's like uh Anne and david are playing they, they, they look like they're playing the floor is lava mm-hmm. great game um and it just stays on monica and jacob for yeah. like for like two minutes yep. and it's like two minutes before one of them even speaks. Um, I love those kind of shots. I loved it. Um, and again, there's like the innocence of the children, like trying to live their lives. Yes, exactly. With the the like very real tension, and yeah. like it's about to like cave Come in, to head, yeah, uh, for the parents. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. I just think it's super. It's just. It's a really cool way to like illustrate it. Um, but then he's like, David's getting better. Their reaction's so interesting, where it's like they can't even be happy for something. Something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, he makes the the sale, and then then it all breaks apart. Which I think the re- like her catalyst, if you will, was David's like, see, everything's fine. Like, you're getting a serious stretch right now. I'm stretching big. <laughs> um, David makes a sale, and he's like, see, I told you, everything's fine. It's going to be great. Like, yeah. every, everything's fine. And I wrote down this line that she says, um, where Monica says, so we can't save each other, but money can. <sighs> what are your thoughts on that exchange? Because this is where it's essentially, it's like, I'm leaving you, and he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you know? This is hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um I get, I, I see what she's saying, mm-hmm. but the reality is, m- money is, is like, people say money can't buy happiness, but if you don't have what you it's need, essential. If if you don't have what you need to mm-hmm. to care for yourself and your family, like there's there's gonna be tension. Yeah, and so the fact that he's made that sale and and it seems like, you know, as Forrest Gump says, one less thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and so. I, I understand what she's saying, though. So, yeah. like, I'm I'm sort of, like, on the fence there. Yeah. It's just, it's sort of like, it felt like she was saying, you either choose my lifestyle or yours. Yeah. Sort of. And then... Which is a really tough ultimatum. Like, she, it seems like she's trying mm-hmm. to to back him and, yeah. like, support him throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And then once he finally gets that one little taste of success, that's when she says, okay, I'm leaving. Yeah. It's just interesting because, like, maybe she's trying to... I, I don't know. I mean, it's more complex than our objective look at it. We're yes. not in that relationship, yes, right? And 100%. so this movie, this movie does a beautiful job of showing that complexity. Yeah. And like how we might not understand every decision or yeah. every you know little piece of dialogue. Um, but it's interesting. Like when when I think what breaks her finally is when she's saying this, like I can't do it anymore, and then the shop owner comes out, mm-hmm. and Jacob's like, "I'll I'll see you next week." Yeah. She's like, "Okay, fine." So I I think to her that's him saying like I'm not changing this 
Well, he has he's set his conviction, and he's like, "This is this is what I'm going to do." Yeah, you know, if you if you stay or if you don't, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, and he he sticks with that throughout yep. the entire movie. She's conflicted, and she's going back and forth. Yeah, am I going to stay here? Am I going to go to California? I'm going to stay here. No, I'm going to go to California. Yeah. No, I'm going to stay here. No, I'm going to leave you. I'm going yeah. to California. Meanwhile, Jacob's like, "I'm I'm doing this right," which which can be real. Where one person can say, "This is my path," and the other person has to navigate that make that decision themselves. and it, it can be very difficult um but then let's wrap it up <laughs> damn oh shit no I, no 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 yeah, no no <laughs> like my last notes i was like i was literally like hannah was asleep i was laying there mm-hmm. and i literally like had like my hand over my mouth yeah and i i genuine because soon just can i mean she can barely move Right, and she's trying to like help, but she's burning trash, and the wind. It's important to push that stuff down in the the trash yeah, can. Not that she, you should even burn trash. Yeah, but she can't. Right, and it falls out, and it the wind blows it. Fire starts. It goes towards his his shed full of crops. And I just was like, no, no. I was literally, I was like, no, 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 because Suja, yeah. she's there to help. She's so pure. She can, she's, she can barely move. I'm glad Sunja was okay. That was, oh, dude, I was like, this is going to rip my heart out. Uh, but then, you know, David's, I mean, uh, Jacob's trying to save the crop, and then Monica goes in to help him. Ru- but then runs he in loses there. her because she, like, almost passed. I was like, get out of there because smoke can kill you. Yes. You know what I mean? But, dude, the scene that got, I literally teared up. I, I literally almost, like, I almost had tears on my face. Like, I was choked up, teared up, is when David runs. Yeah. Because earlier he's like, I can't run. I probably can't do that. Yeah. He runs for his grandma, who he did not like. At the, at the beginning. And throws out his arms, and he's like, stop. Yeah. He's like, come back home. When he reaches his hand out to her, and she like reaches out and grabs it, like I'm like getting emotional right now Dude, talking I about it. Dude, I literally teared up probably twice in like five minutes. Mm-hmm. This, I was floored. Yeah. This... <sighs> <sighs> My final note... And I mind you guys, I realize your final note is look, they're using the water stick. (laughs) No, no, I just found that 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 funny. Um, My final note, I I I realize this episode has been all over the place because it's early in the morning and we're exhausted. But I wrote one word, and I wrote masterpiece. Yeah, your final thought was much more in depth than mine. Um, Yeah, my final thought was uh, (laughs) longer. (laughs) What is your final thought? Let's 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 wrap it up. Let's take it home. I mean, this movie is so raw. It's yeah. it's very delicately written and uh, very gentle in its like message. But it's mm-hmm. so complex, and there's so yeah. much. Like we said, we can't like, do it justice. The, the the tension between like these hopeful moments that have like the the poignant music in the mm-hmm. background. Uh, I'm feeling love, loss, hope, and regret like all at the same yep. time. The relationship between David and Sunja like absolutely broke me like i got emotional when he woke up and she had had the stroke because that affected him yes um Uh, because he had had just been she was his like shelter yes yeah and then that happens and so that got me emotional and i was pretty much emotional the rest of the movie like i'll I'll be honest um when he reached out his hand in the final act and she grabs it and turns back around to go home it just like yeah it hit me really hard and yeah ask me if or Hunter, is this movie good? It's extremely good. Yeah, you gave this score a hundred out of a hundred. I yeah. So I was, that was right after watching it. Yeah, I'm gonna take a step back and give it a ninety nine. Okay, because what if something's better? 
Like well, we, this, we have we have more movies to watch. This is currently sitting at ninety eight percent. Yeah, ninety eight percent. I'd go one more than that. Ninety nine. This, is, this, this is, is an incredible movie. This movie did it for me. This is this is the kind of movie that I like. Yes, this was. I mean, to, we 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 said it uh, at the, at the top of the episode, but everybody who was involved in this movie, it was mm-hmm. uncanny. It was incredible. Um, I apologize beautiful. if I pronounce your name incorrectly, but Yoon Yo Jung, she played Sunja. Oh yeah. I uh, I hope she she's already won like Best Supporting Actress at multiple film festivals. I hope she gets it at yeah. the Oscars because her performance was great. And yeah. then Steven Yoon coming from The Walking yeah. Dead to this dude. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. Great job. Incredible. Um, is it good? Yeah. This is no. It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> this is a masterpiece. This is an incredible film. Um, I would. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to give it a hundred because, to your point, we have like six. We have like five or six movies left, but this is five. This is number one so far. Yeah, this is this this uh, dethrones Sound of Metal yeah. in my in my eyes. I, um, I think we're at the same thinking. Which this is Minari Sound of Metal and then Mank. Yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. And for me, it's pretty close. One and two. There's a there's a bit of a gap between these two and Mank for me. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, not to say we didn't enjoy Mank, but it just doesn't have that effective value. That movie was like a technical masterpiece. Yes. It's going to be something really cool. I think that'll be a good movie to benchmark. Like, oh, was this, you know, in terms of like technical filmmaking and filmmaking yeah. and stuff like that, was this mank level, you know? But these storytelling movies, wise, these movies affected me. Yeah. Minari affected me. Yeah. Great movie. Cool. Uh, you got anything else? Uh no. What's on, next? On Friday we'll be reviewing. Is it promising? Young promising woman? young woman. I'm excited. <sighs> These are. We're hey we are we are committed. We're doing it. Um, yeah. But good deal. All right. So this one is uh watch this movie. Please watch this movie. Uh, this is one that you're going to have to rent or buy when it becomes available yep. to buy. Um, worth it. A plus. A plus. Cool. Uh, you want to take us home? Well, I'm not in a car. Oh. Do you want to just do the outro then? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So as always, you can please give us your feedback. Yep. Suggestions. Leave a, leave a review. Subscribe. Tell your friends about this podcast. Uh, family to tell everyone. I'm gonna keep going on this. Yep. If you tell everyone you know, <laughs> and they tell everyone they know, then the whole world will be listening to us. Boom. Done in, in like a week and a half. Where can they find us? They can find us on Twitter at BIIG Podcast. You can email us at BIIG Podcast at gmail.com. Hunter's got the Instagram, but is it good podcast? Yep. And uh, let us know what you think, mm-hmm. what you want to hear. We got Promising Young Woman next uh, as we continue the 2021 Oscar Best mm-hmm. Picture nominees. All right. I'm going to get some coffee. Yeah. You want some coffee? Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys. (laughs)